it's Wednesday and it's time for Pop and Politics. We are talking about the latest in hot topics, news, and entertainment. I'm KJ and let me introduce you to my co-hosts. We have Shelly E, Yana, T, and Colleen. All right. Uh, so again, uh, as I generally say, join the conversation by leaving a comment on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. We will check the comments periodically throughout the show. And don't just comment, subscribe. Subscribe to our social media so you always know when we post new content. Check us out on our website at www.metroconservativemedia.com for up-to-date information. We are a necessary voice in news and entertainment. All right, let's set it off. We are starting off with probably the biggest news in the last couple of days. Uh, so Monday night, political, uh, uh, not political, the news, political. political, right, political, obtained and released a leaked draft of the Supreme Court's opinion to strike down the landmark Roe v. Wade decision. The initial, initial draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito is a full-throated, unflinching repudiation of the 1973 decision, which guaranteed federal constitutional protections of abortion rights and a subsequent 1992 decision, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, that largely maintained the right. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start, Alito writes. Uh, besides Alito, four conservative justices have been reported as members of the majority that favor overruling Roe v. Wade. Of course, that includes Justice Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, uh, Brett, Ga Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. So, who would have leaked this? Who would want to undermine the viability of the court as a deliberative judicial institution? Who would want to intimidate conservative justices? Hmm. So let's see, who's happy about this? Well, today, Democratic Rep Representative Karen uh, Bass from the beautiful state of California stated that she's glad that the Supreme Court's draft opinion on Roe v. Wade was leaked. I'm quoting her, she says, because now maybe, just maybe, the justices will rethink this as they see the outrage spread across the country. Okay, so on Tuesday, yesterday, broadcast of MSNBC's MTP Daily, a failing show, uh, Democratic Representative Judy Chu from where? California, stated that she hopes the leak of the Supreme Court's draft opinion now, quote her, would ensure that some justices change their minds. So, is this where we are going? When the Democrats can't get their way, they turn to mob justice? So, I guess BLM has been found out for being corrupt in a fraudulent institution. So, who can they turn to but the baby killer crowd, right? So, I want to get you guys' thoughts on this, um, this leak. Is this a big deal? And do you think Democrats are trying to use this issue as a distraction from their disastrous agenda? 
I want to start with you, Shelly. Mm-hmm. Well, that is the goal. That's always been the goal. And that's always been a part of the Democrats playbook. When they know or when they believe that they are going to lose outcomes, all stops. It, it, there's no rules anymore. We saw it in 2020 with the riots during the COVID scandemic and, and, and all of the police brutality. And we're seeing it today. This is nothing new. This is the playbook mainstay for the left. They want to, not only do they want to intimidate the justices, they want to get their base riled up. And their base is usually not only rowdy, but they are dangerous. Yeah, I want to, I want, to, want you guys to take a look at this clip. Uh, this is clip one. Since you mentioned about being dangerous. Take a look at this. Do we have that clip one? Let's see here. Well, I'll go. Let's go on with you, Yana. We um, don't have that clip ready yet. Well, I, I can probably imagine what's on the clip because, yeah, they're dangerous. And definitely the left is benefiting from this leak because it's everywhere right now this news is every time you turn on the news the radio it's it's there like npr was talking about it today saying how abortion is necessary and it needs to be you know it, it needs to stay so they're definitely very um uh, outraged and they want to see public outcry and they want to say that the supreme court does not support democracy yeah. I want to get your thoughts on this, T, as far as the leak is concerned. Uh, actually, before we go into it, I want to show you, since uh, Shelly mentioned, uh, you know, that they've gotten very violent. You know, like I mentioned, they, they, they can't use BLM. So now they have to use these nutty uh, people uh, who, who, are, who are abortion freaks. Take a look at this clip. I'm returning it. Get the fuck out of here! Don't touch her alone! Get yourself, okay? Get the fuck out!
So um, I should have told you guys about the strong language, but the ladies that were holding up the black and white uh, posters, they were the pro-life activists. There weren't that many, but the rest of the crowd that swelled around them were all, uh, you know, pro-abortion people. And you saw them attacking them, uh, the pro-lifers, you know, this is ridiculous. And we saw the similar stuff in 2020 uh, regarding the BLM, you know, riots. What are your thoughts on this, uh, T? This is this is their mo. Like this is what they do. They want to put blame. Oh, they they think they got one with the uh, insurrection or whatever, January sixth. But this is this is not our typical behavior. This is their mo when they don't have any other option but to resort to violence because they can't prove or justify or debate any other any other thing. So they want to go resort to violence already. But I just wish would try me. Like, come for me. Like, I'm not the one. Yes, I will. Try, I will not turn the other cheek. So, <laughs> I. This is like this is like I said. This is their mo. So it's not surprising to me. Yeah. They're the violent. They're thugs. They're the thugs. Even they're white liberals. They're the thugs. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, uh, Colleen? We saw, like I mentioned, this week uh, they leaked this, uh, this, this, this opinion by the conservative justices. Of course, leaning towards, based on the opinion, they are reversing Roe v. Wade. What? Why are you think? Why do you? Who do you think did this? And is this a distraction from the Biden disastrous agenda, Democrats' disastrous agenda? Um, well, I think that you know, the one who couldn't define what a woman was may. I'm not saying she had something to do with it. But I am saying that nothing like this has ever happened before. And now that we have a super progressive judge on the court and it was leaked to Politico of all sources, it wasn't Breitbart, it wasn't, you know, Infowars, it was Politico of all places. So I think we can guess from that, that whoever the leaker is, is probably more left leaning. Um, uh, I really hope that they're going to get to the bottom of this, but they obviously did this in like terms... I mean, just basically as a last last ditch effort before the midterms, because I guess they really think that there are some people who are like, you know, I'm really not sure if I want to vote Democrat or not. All this rising crime and all this inflation and everything, I'm just not sure. But abortion, oh, that definitely did it. I'm definitely going to, you know, reelect Joe Biden in 2024 because of abortion rights. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm just really curious if there was anybody who was actually on the fence before this and is now like, oh, no, I'm definitely voting Democrat now, um, well, you know. And I don't know what goes through these people's minds, because I can imagine that the same people who were in that video attacking these pro-lifers and, uh, you know, yelling for abortion, they're the ones who were saying that people who were not wearing a mask were killing people. Exactly. It was my body, my choice up until the vaccine mandate came into effect. And then they were like, no, we're not talking about that. Now we can't define what a woman was just a few weeks ago. And now we're fighting for women's rights. It's like, pick a side and stick to it. Pick, stick to what you believe in. That's something like, they cannot do. They no, they can't do it. And again, they always try to have a distraction. And what are they trying to distract us from? Let me run down for you what the Democrats, led by old man Biden, have done for <laughs> us 
with over the last couple years. Inflation has reached its highest level in 40 years. Gas prices remain at a seven-year high, levels not seen since Joe Biden was vice president. We have seniors are seeing the largest ever Medicare B premium increase in 2022. His lack of leadership on foreign policy strategy have crippled us, you know, across the world. Um, Afghanistan has fallen to the Taliban. China has ramped up its aggression against Taiwan, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, and now Russia has invaded Ukraine. Why? Because Biden has been shown as weak. Uh, his energy policies are trash. He's emboldened Moscow to expand their energy uh, policies, and now they have a foothold in Europe. As a result of this administration's reversing Trump's wall and his immigration policies, now we have people coming across the border, uh, the largest amount we've ever seen. Uh, Customs and Border Protection captured 839 pounds of fentanyl at the southern border. And this affects us here in Baltimore and cities across the country. Not so, only that, if it, if wait, anything, let her run down the list. Let her run down the list. They need to hear this. As far as parents, you know, if if, if you, if they have ruined everything they touched turns to trash, and now they're trying to stifle parents. But now, by sickening the FBI on the about CRT. Yeah, it's a long list. Well, I mean, Biden still says that the real threat, KJ, despite everything you just said, is the ultra MAGA agenda. That is the absolute threat to America, despite that clip we just saw when something that was leaked and everybody's out in the streets like demonic, demonically possessed. I want my abortion. My mom should have aborted me. Like, I just... You know, it's it's craziness. It's, it's just crazy. like the pandemic. The pandemic is another example of their their shenanigans. And here we are again with another. They want to talk about conspiracy theorists, but I mean, everything we've said has been true so far, it's leading crazy. down to even President Trump. If I didn't People know, have to I didn't... see it. People see it. Yeah. I don't know if they do, though, KJ. Do they really see it? Right. If I didn't I see, see how, this, is why they had to come up with this crazy madness. You know, these distractions, because people are actually feeling it. His approval ratings are in the tank. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you would have to be a fool to try to, to push to support this administration more. You would literally have to be a fool. Yeah. And I'm asking. No, totally. You, and if, if I want to ask the audience, share this clip with anyone that you know that is still supporting Biden. I want you to share this with them right now, because I would love for them to comment. Maybe we'll bring them on tonight and say, fool, why are you still supporting this administration and the Democrat uh, policy and their agenda? Please where tell has me. he been, though? And, and on top of that, where has your president been? Like, I, he's been, he's still in his basement. Is he still in the dungeon? Because I haven't seen him out in, in public or, you know, he since, I don't know, where has he been? I don't watch the news, so I'm not sure, but you know, has he been? You know, but you can barely understand a word the poor man says. Yeah. I mean, we really understand Trump, anything he says. When Trump comes to town or Biden comes to town, you usually can't tell because they all have Trump flags both times. So, you know, Biden can't even announce where he's going because he's going to get the welcome wagon of Trump flags. Like that's, that's the thing is like, that's probably why T that's probably why we don't even know anything about him because he doesn't get a warm welcome anywhere he goes. So we will probably never know. 
It, we always find out like a day prior when it's too late. He's already on his way there or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and in terms of uh, abortion, I looked into Roe v. Wade, and actually, originally, it was, I mean, of course, there are people who are absolutely 100% against abortion, but originally, it was supposed to be, like, the first trimester, and then there had to be, like, real reasons, and, like, the woman's health had to be taken into consideration, but once they allowed that, then it just kind of snowballed into like up to birth and even, you know, you can just leave the baby to die, you know? So it just went on and on. And like we saw, we talked about it a few weeks ago, you know, when they found like full formed babies who were dead and they considered that uh, reproductive rights. Uh, mm -hmm. So it just, you give them a little bit and they want, you know, the entire baby and uh, they want to use I don't know these bodies for something so you, we got to see like wh where is this coming from who like who is really pushing who is who needs you know this like these ab abortion like rights uh, to to stay in place why are they so scared well can you talk and about Ayana you've mentioned this on past shows can you talk about or describe uh just the origin like when abortion uh, became legalized you mentioned that a lot of times it was started in 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 communist or soviet Marxist. union yeah actually soviet union was the first country to make abortion legal mm -hmm. so it was in 1920s that they made it legal for the first time in the world and it it came from marxism i mean marxists they believe that a woman has to have this this type of right because um, I don't know because a woman you should not be controlled by you know patriarchy like that that's that's the whole reasoning and uh, actually abortion was uh, in or like the an amount the the how many abortions were performed in Soviet Union was ridiculous and actually it could it contributed to a population drop so mm -hmm. we by like eighties and nineties there were let like there were less people born than de than dead in in soviet union so mm -hmm. and it's still recovering i mean right now it's abortion is still legal in, in russia it is up to three months only uh and but there's been a big campaign to discourage people from even considering it and things like that but it really it started with marxism and it contributed to popu huge population drop yeah yeah, and 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 the thing about it is, and for people who some I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but even if the Supreme Court overrules Roe v. Wade, it does not. This still goes. It goes back to the states, and so it's for the legislature in states to decide. So it's still not totally outlawed, and we can see we have you know California, who has already said they will be a sanctuary city uh, for for uh, for abortion. So not only will they be overrun with homeless people, but they'll also be overrun with dead babies. So, and we see this. And so um, they've already, you know, they already said they would do this for you. So after Coachella, when you screw everything uh, of walking and then you want to have abortion to fix it, you stay in California and they'll, they'll fix you right up, cut you and slip you up. You know, that, right that, up. Brings me, that brings me to a thought. Like, why is this one of 
the talking points politically across the board, both left and right. Why is abortion a talking point? What do you mean? Like, it's it, why is it one of the issues that both left and right? Like, we can pick any issue to to debate over or whatever. But why is this? Oh, a, a talking point. I know to us, we're saying we're killing people. To them, they're saying, oh, it's our free body. We can do whatever we want. But why is abortion in general? Like, why are we even discussing abortion? You mean, why is this even a thing? Yes. To be debating over. Why is it a top issue to be debating over? Well, because, and I said this in previous, I think, and again, this is just me talking from a biblical standpoint. When you think about it, all of this leads back to procreation. You know, when you talk about the gender issues are top of mind, abortion mm -hmm. is top of mind. It yeah. all goes against the Bible. It goes against how creation is made. It goes against marriage because generally, you know, most times you, people who are having abortion, they're not, they don't have a, a they feel like they, they're just doing it. It may be promiscuous or may just be, um, they don't feel like they are, they're, um, they have enough uh, support. And they and they abort the baby. So again, it I'm I'm not sure if I'm explaining it correctly, but to me there's it all no, leads it. to to that. Um Well, and it's also this this whole thing about responsibility. I think that what they're pushing for is complete lack of responsibility mm -hmm. on uh on the woman or anyone who's creating this this life. So people feel like even if they do whatever and they don't you know they they know where babies come from but then when someone gets pregnant they're like oh we gotta end it like it can't go on and I uh, people know i don't think people really realize what the procedure involves they don't I, I didn't until i was well into adulthood we are sold lies and we're mm -hmm. sold it from some of the people that we listen to on the radio every day Nicki minaj and and cardi b are selling lies to women and therefore it's creating a culture where abortion is more acceptable because if you're more promiscuous, you're gonna be, you're more likely to become pregnant. And obviously that lifestyle doesn't lead But to they have husbands. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, what? I said, Did but you... they have husbands. Oh, uh, how great are they then? You <laughs> yeah. know, so, like Offset, I mean, he cheats on her like constantly. So, um, but the thing is, is like, they're selling lies. And also somebody, somebody explained this to me or somebody explained this in a podcast that women like, like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj being married are like the absolute exception. It does not happen. Like you do not normally, if you, you bring that kind of persona, this strong feminine energy, like, you know, um, just, just promiscuity, like men are not into that. Like they are the absolute exception. And also they're rich as shit. Like what man is not going to overlook that to get all his bills paid? I mean, Offset, obviously he already has his own money, but like who's Nicki Minaj's husband, you know? I don't know. I've never even heard of him before. But um, but anyway. It doesn't but matter. Say, he has one. You're not wrong. But let me let me say that there there is a really big myth that um, that there's that there is ever a time that a woman needs a, an abortion to save the mother's life, and that is a lie. It's a lie because you don't need to remove the child from the mother and then kill it. Because if it's removed from the mother, if the child is somehow causing the mother to go into shock or whatever, and you remove the child and you save the child that how where where does where does killing the child outside of the mother have anything to do with saving the mother's life it's a premature birth baby's birth. Birth. 
early as yeah, 20. That's an exception. Like that's uh, people want to take exceptions and make it a reality. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a point very I'm, uncommon. It's really, yeah. really uncommon when something like it, it could be the only uh, time that I can think of is like um, ectopic pregnancy, like when the baby develops outside the womb. Mm -hmm. And even not then, survival. you early delivery. And no, like, you can't even. You know, no, in that case, it. it's there's nothing you can do. Not to um, take. Yeah, but that's very, very rare. Right. I so like even so. I mean, in a case like that, then of course I would have the discussion on that. But like, there are people who actually think that. Like, I came across a story today in Poland because the Guardian had to pull a, a case from Poland because they couldn't find an American that had this problem, that they needed an abortion to save their life. So they had this woman from Poland who had twins. One was dead inside of her. And I guess since she refused to, to actually give birth to the other one, she wanted to abort it. I guess this article claimed that she like died or I, that's what they were getting at. They wouldn't talk how many weeks pregnant she was. It was like, it was just a very crappy, crappy example that the left will use to say that we need it for healthcare. And this is ex either extremely rare or can e be easily debunked and the child did not need to be aborted. It just needed to be prematurely delivered. You know what I mean? I was, reading, I was reading or watching an article or watching a video of this girl. They were uh, either a podcast or some video or something. And the girl was explaining how she went with her friend to an abortion clinic and she was describing how well, she, she didn't want the, her friend to have an abortion, but she didn't speak up. So she was just supporting her friend. But she was describing how packed the abortion clinic actually was on a Saturday morning. And she said it was like seven o'clock on Saturday morning. It was packed. And she said she was just in tears of how many people were actually women were actually there. Most of them by themselves. They bring their kids with them in the in the, you the, can't. the room. Oh no, you no, they bring their kids. Oh no, they do. They do. Like I, I can never they bring their other children to what, who else is gonna watch the children while they're getting the abortion? I mean, they don't they don't they can't afford health care a lot of time. I mean they can't afford child care. No, but I don't think you you I don't think I, you, you can't bring anybody you can't bring uh, uh, I mean, an like, tell me that in the waiting room there were children running around because their mother was waiting in the waiting room. Like it's, oh. it's a pretty packed place. I mean, you think it was a doctor's office. Well, so, I mean, they, they do technically have other services at Planned Parenthood, so they could have been going there for something else. But I mean, sometimes you will see. I mean, it's definitely a business. They're yeah, definitely yeah. making a lot of money on there. A waiting room, just like any yeah. any other medical clinic. They, you know. Let me go. To, let me reach out to some of these comments because we have several. Uh, so we have here uh, Tyrone Keys. He says the left becomes increasingly disgusting, immature, and deplorable with each passing day. All right. Uh, so we have here uh, Agnes. She is absolutely right. They love mobs. They've been doing it since KKK days. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, we have Chris uh, says, we're about to have naked liberal women in the streets again. Well, I mean, are you are you upset about it or are you happy about it? Uh, Most of them are feminists anyway. He probably doesn't want to see them. Yeah, it depends they, uh, <laughs> how they look like. Right. They said they're feminists, they'll be hairy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Agnes again, the matter about being able to murder babies that ever increasing inflation in gas prices, food prices, illiteracy, shaking my head, and the leak is unethical and against oath public servants take. That's right. That's right. 
hopefully this is brought to uh to law and and when they find out who this person is and they they have consequences to uh face uh so let me see here now that she said that i really really feel like kbj might have had something to do with this because joe biden decided that justice Breyer was going to retire remember he was like oh time for you to retire and then the next day he was like i guess i'm retiring okay so no justice Breyer, like it was announced that he was going to retire mm -hmm. yeah but kbj is not on the supreme court yet oh oh, oh okay 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 he's That's not true. yeah True, very true. Let me see here. Uh, Zuika, Maryland delegates just amended the Maryland Constitution to allow long-term abortions and even to allow young girls to have referrals from school counselors for abortions, no parental knowledge consent. Oh. Oh, let's see here. Uh, Suzetta TKJ agree. From a biblical worldview, it goes against Christ. Christ said, this is my body, and now others are using the same phrase to stand for something other than Christ. That's true. That's it right there. So I'm going to take a couple more. Let's see here. Let me see here. General Savage, there's one way to describe these women. It's definitely chunky. I could be a little spicier, though. Oh, Chunky? Okay, well, whatever you like. Um, we can't see you, so I wish we could describe you, but we'll keep going. <laughs> the only thing, Chunky, is it's going to be up your face if I see you, but that's yeah, another story. Uh, yeah, you do. Somebody, <laughs> you sound lonely. If you're, you're, why are you watching? You must like Chunky women. I mean, yeah, you could be doing something that are better with your life if you wanted to. With yeah. Speaking of Chunky, are you stroking your Chunky monkey while you watch him? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we will continue on again. Join the not not chunky. That's probably the point. It's the problem. It's not chunky. Mm. All right. So join the conversation by leaving a comment on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. We will check the comments periodically throughout the show. Also, subscribe. Subscribe to our social media so you always know when we post new content. Check us out on our website at www.metroconservativemedia.com for up-to-date information. We are a necessary voice in news and entertainment. All right, so we are moving right along to our contest. So guys, I know um, last week we announced a contest uh, that we would be announcing a winner to the second annual Lincoln Reagan Douglas dinner with keynote speaker Winsome Earl Sears happening here in Baltimore uh, on Thursday, I believe next Thursday, May 12th. Um, so it's going to be a great dinner, night of entertainment, of dancing, of music, and of course, to meet our Lieutenant Governor in our neighboring Virginia, Winsome Earl Sears. So the contest included for you guys to like, share, and subscribe last week uh, and comment on our broadcast last week. We did do a drawing, uh, and the one and the winner of the drawing is Suzetta. <laughs> yes, Suzetta is the winner. So she wins the VIP ticket to the dinner next Thursday. It's going to be a fabulous night. 
Thank you so much for watching with us, uh, Suzetta. Thank you so much uh, and joining the conversation as I ask everyone to do every week. Really appreciate the support and the love. Oh, she's watching tonight. Suzetta Land, congratulations. Yes, yes. Woo, woo. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for all your comments. Yes, really, really appreciate it. <laughs> Um, and so we will continue to do little uh, contests like this. Um, so certainly continue to watch, guys. And we'll post photos from the event uh, next week. So if, even if you don't, I mean, you only have one free ticket, but definitely still try to come out. It's going to be an amazing night. All right. So we are moving right along to our pop-off. So uh, our pop-off round. So this is, you know, of course, the time where um, basically I'm going to ask each of you uh, a trending topic and want to get your response or reaction in 30 seconds or less. So tonight we are starting out with you, Yana. All right. So Baltimore's new guaranteed, guaranteed income program will pay $1,000 a month. Through this program, 200 young families will receive the opportunity to get paid $1,000 a month to use any way they see fit to help their children and themselves succeed. The new program is aimed to help families in need overcome poverty. Organizers hope with this additional income, families will be able to spend more time together and parents can focus on raising their children to the best of their ability. So my question to you, Yana, do you support this program? Why or why not? Um, no, I, I cannot support this program because it basically tells people that they have to rely on something else for their well-being. So for I always come from an immigrant perspective. And when immigrants come here, we don't get all this support. And people come with very little money and they still are able to support themselves. So I think it's ridiculous that people who, and this is going to go to a lot of born Americans, that Americans need that. They should not need that in this country. Okay. All right. Moving right along uh, to this next one. So this next one is for you, T. Uh, so I'm just going to take, can we, do we have the clip available? Uh, it's Kevin Samuels clip. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, you got the right one, baby. Oh, I have that. I'll move oh, along yeah. uh to Colleen. So Colleen, <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut back to that. Um so President, you mentioned You're gonna have to share him and you're gonna have to like it. Oh if you want to have a chance at being, you're going to have to share him. You're going to have to like it. Well, wait a minute. Women in their 30s or higher who, who don't, who think that they don't have to share a man. And I'm like, yeah, ma'am, you're going to have to share a dude. You're going to have to share him and you're going to have to like it. You're going to have to share him and you're going to have to like it. If you want to have. All right. If you want to have what? So I'll tell you. So basically, this was a clip where Kevin Samuels is basically, he had a show this last week 
talking about leftover women, which he calls women age 35 and over who are unmarried. Um, and he basically says at this point, you will need to share a man. Uh, so if you're not married at this point, he believes women need to share a man uh, and, you know, agree to having one man and you share them. So like a, a polymorous uh, relationship. So do you agree or disagree with this? Why or why not? Okay. So this is a layered question because I do understand that there are cultures that, um, where men have more than one, one wife and that's okay. It's also okay if you choose to be in a polygamous relationship. However, I want to stop you before, because I, but do you believe that women over 35, because it's such slim pickings and because women are the way they are. And if you want a good man, you will more likely, most likely need to share one. No, there's so many men in this on this earth that you don't have to share. Even if you don't have to, even if you don't get one that's in America, there's so many men here you don't have to share. First of all, secondly, that's not going to work anyway because how for, for me, I look at it like I couldn't be in a polygamous relationship because I'm like, if we were in a burning another exception, but if we're in a burning building, I don't want him to have to choose me over my the other wife. You better pick me. Like you protecting me, not anybody else. So um, yeah, no, I don't the leftover thing, you know, that Kevin Samuels is a gimmick. So he's probably just trying to get some ratings here. But no, I don't think that personally I couldn't do it. Okay. But you do but you mentioned something about um poly poly relationships. So you uh so you think that they can work, though? Is that right? Not for me, but if someone chooses to be in that type of relationship, then yet, I mean, good luck. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's move on here to Shelly. So uh, Shelly, this is another clip from Amanda Seals' podcast. Uh, this clip is with Jody Patterson on the subject of parenting a trans child. Take a look, please. Oh, we don't have the clip. So I do apologize. Uh, so we will have to save that one for next week. I'll move on to you, Colleen. So uh, President Joe Biden delivered a sharp political speech from the White House today, warning of extreme agenda from MAGA, which he called MAGA uh, Republican. <laughs> Uh, this MAGA crowd, he says, is really the most extreme political organization that has existed in American history, uh, referring to the Make America Great Again movement, sparked by President Donald Trump. He then went on to say they might pass a law, meaning this MAGA movement, preventing LGBTQ children from attending public school with other children. He also suggested that Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade could mean that the government could regulate couples from using birth control. Do you agree or disagree with this? Why? I can't stand this dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to get my MAGA hat right now just for him saying that. Such bullshit. My goodness. If we needed to just go through some clips of CNN's best takes from 2020 real quick. We want to talk about who the real threat to America is, who's the most radical to America, and to say to say that they're going to separate kids because they're LGBT. 
first of all, Joe Biden, why the hell are you talking about LGBT kids like that? Like he talks about little kids like as if they can really make these decisions. It's so awful. I, I, I just I can't stand the guy at all. I mean, my God, what deflection. Every everybody's going nuts on the Supreme Court steps, but yeah, the MAGA, the MAGA people are really the threat. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh well, um, I'm gonna go through some of the comments because we got some interesting comments uh on this. So uh let's see here. We have uh Chris Anderson. Uh he says, Leftover women, these are women that will die alone. Oh, I think he sounds so terrible. Yeah, he's talking about teeth uh pop off about Kevin. What's what's terrible about it? Yes, he does. He said these are he says these women will die alone. That's what he said. I don't oh. think 35 and single means you're gonna be alone forever. You're still pretty good. I mean, you can have kids until you're like 40s now. So, you know, anybody who's watching this who's single and 35, you will be okay. I promise. You will find oh, how old are you? Yeah. How, how old are you, Colleen? Oh, I, never mind. Don't say that on. Never mind. Don't say that on. Yeah, I'll say I'm thirty. I'm thirty, so I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not too worried about it yet. But my gosh, thirty-five. Like, come on. You still have a lot of life to live, and you can still have kids. So well, and he, he also says, he says uh, he was being sarcastic. Okay. Go <laughs> die alone. So that he yeah. was not being sarcastic. He. He he had a whole show and he actually went in on a one woman who was really a nice lady. Um, she was not combative with him as some women are on the show. And he basically told her, "Well, if you don't, you know, open, if you don't open yourself up to dating, you know, being one of two women in a uh, in um, a polygamous relationship, you're gonna die alone." That's what he that's what he told this woman. She was a widow, uh, so, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I mean, is there up. such a shortage? Just like T was saying, like, is there such a shortage of men? Like, is no. there, you know, like. So I want to jump in here for a minute on Kevin Samuel's one. behalf, okay? I heard I heard the show, KJ. I know, you know, we talk about this show a lot, but let's put it into context. He When he talks He's about, talking about women, Chinese like, women, right? No. I don't, know, I don't know if this lady was Chinese, but when he talks about these women dying alone, the context is 99% of the time, usually based on what the women are saying they are looking for and their expectations are very much out yeah. of this world compared to what is. So that's usually the context of when he says that. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't about to what the women are wanting. He had a whole show. Yes. This was not, you know, we were all watching. This was right. not. He had a whole show around the idea that women 35 or older, which he calls leftovers, mm-hmm. need to have to, to open themselves up to sharing a man. Uh, well, said, yeah, that that show, yes, I'm. I, yeah, that I don't. I mean, I saw that show. I saw some of it, but but usually, I'm saying when he talks about these women dying alone, he's generally talking about women who have again these very very high expectations of the men that they want and what they are, I guess, not able to even bring to the table. Not not talking about money, but their standards are so out of the ordinary, extraordinary, and their expectations right. are not going to be met. So they're either going to die alone or they're going to wait mm-hmm. for this Prince Charming that they have in their mind that they're never going to get. They're never going to get, yeah. 
All right, we and actually, this is after they've already gone to college and done all of those things and have their career and everything. You think that they're going to put the man on the other side of that? So they they're really starting out at thirty five or thirty thirty five because they've done all these things by putting their careers first instead of family first. I'm just amazed how many people are listening to this guy because he is really giving horrendous advice to people. And us as like conservative women, like we should be completely disgusted by the advice that he gives. Like he literally promotes, uh, you know, people sleeping with multiple people at the same time. Yeah, That's yeah. what he's advocating. Yeah. When did he do that? After this episode, I totally was like, okay, now I see he's just about entertainment because you cannot one minute talk about submission and talk about women being feminine and feminine and being in a household with men. And then on the other hand, you're promoting uh, uh, polygamy. You know, you can't be to me. He one minute he was trying to talk. He was talking from biblical standpoint, but then the other stuff you're saying doesn't match. You can't I don't think he was promoting polygamy by saying that if at this point, if you haven't found a man, you might have to share one. That's not really promoting polygamy. That's really promoting get your stuff together on, on the front end. That's not promoting polygamy, though. Like saying, hey, you should go and be with somebody else and say, that's all you're going to be left with. Sharing. And, 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 and he talks about the fact that this woman overlooked a lot of good men. Yeah, he know he was promoting it. He said, "Women, you need to think about sh he sharing a man." Not only that, but in past he always has he always has this mentality that men are okay to have more than one woman, woman, but women must only stick with this one man. So he has many times in the past promoted the idea that it's okay for men to sleep around if you have a good man, uh, but if if and, and women need to just accept that. That's what well, he's gonna, you know what? We should try to get Kevin Samuels to come on our show. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> all right, so we are running out of time, but we do. Uh, let me see here. Um, so we are running out of time, but we do have uh, Shelly's Shelly's pop off. So I want to get this in really quick. Um, so take a look at this clip. See this LGBTQAI thing as a black thing? It's gonna eat us up. The whole system is going to implode on us. We are going to be swallowed up by it. And I'm not being like dramatic. If we don't connect the dots between LGBT liber LGBTQI plus liberation, Black liberation, women's liberation, guess who's going to suffer? Black families. Um, so we can say for, for a, we can make a long list of the reasons why it doesn't make sense. But for what point? Just to say no and watch people die, people in your family die, people in your community die. And we're talking millions, by the way, of trans people. It's not a handful. So if millions of people are under attack just by dominoes and by numbers alone, we're all going to feel it. And let me just provide some context there just in case. So that. she's basically, she was saying that, uh, the 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 LGBTQIA, which she even had all that on agenda, oh, has to be uh has to be combined with the Black Liberation agenda. And if we oh. don't, then we'll see a total uh total, I guess falling apart of it. So that's what she's basically saying. Did you understand that, Shelley? 
Um, no, I did not. Um, first of all, but the the little bit that, that you explained and maybe what I why does black liberation have to be tied to anything except for black liberation? I mean, before we had the alphabet soup of people, granted there may be millions of them, but they are a very small percentage of the population at large. But we, we didn't have the LGBT during the civil rights tied to black liberation. Black liberation should have been, I think, still about income, education, um, if you want to call it the, the social mobility, families, black families. This is where black families are not disintegrating because of LGBTQ people, or I don't even know what you call them. I, I swear I get confused with all these, these alphabets um, and it's English, but that's not why the black community and black families are disintegrating. They are disintegrating mainly because our families are not intact by and large, single, single moms, my, uh, children with no fathers, our education system. This I don't know this progressive as she wants to be seen as i guess i don't know i don't even know her name i've never even seen this woman but she's she's confused she's very confused and people like her with that mindset and her advocacy they are contributing to the black downfall of the black community and family all right well join the conversation by leaving a comment on facebook youtube or twitter we will check the comments periodically throughout the show if you have a question that you'd like to hear answered by one of the co-hosts, email me, kj, at metroconservativemedia.com, and I will ask the co-host your question during our next pop-off. All right, we are behind time tonight, guys. Hang in there with us. Uh, we have an action-packed show tonight. So um, moving right along to President Joe Biden and student loan forgiveness. So uh, President Biden announced he will have an answer on the question of student loan forgiveness in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so he uh, all we know, he says here, all we know is that the president has expressed an openness to cancel some debt. This is what Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts told Yahoo Finance. That in and of itself is a tremendous victory. And so I believe we are closer than ever before to seeing some of this hardship alleviated. So I want to ask you all, what does it mean for him to forgive the debt? Does it mean that he will make an announcement, uh, wink his eye and poof, it disappear disappears, never to be seen again? And then somehow all over the land, people get, you know, go out and, you know, people who have partied through their way through college, people who have taken maybe seven years to complete a four year degree, people who didn't finish, people who have just not paid the loans back because they just didn't have the money, um, you know, will shout for joy uh, because the all-powerful wizard of the U.S., Biden, uh, made the this money just disappear? No, it would shift the cost of repaying them to the public at large, including many people who either didn't go to college, scrimped and saved to avoid taking on debt, paid off their loans, or borrowed from private lenders. So I want to get your thoughts on this. Do you guys think this is a good idea uh, to not forget rid of, because it's going somewhere, this student loan debt? I want to start with you, Shelly. Hell no. Hell no. I paid off my student loan. I paid, I'll tell you what I paid. In 2020, January 2020, I sucked it up because I worked 
a lot of overtime, you know, a few months before I sucked it up and I paid off my balance of about $33,000 flat out, wrote a check, paid it off. That's what I did. Hell no. I still have one student loan, less than $10,000. And I don't want, I don't even want it to be dismissed because I think it would be not only is wrong to put that on someone else. So how to the freaking no, nobody should be paying anybody's debts. I'll tell you another reason why. When I was in college, I worked, I think one, two, three jobs, maybe four. I worked, I went to school, I had an apartment and I didn't have furniture, right? There were some days or some months, I should say, when all I had was enough money to pay my rent. I would take my little happy ass down home to my grandmother's and get food for the week okay thank god for my grandmother okay but i was working i was paying my paying my bills whatever trying not to have any more student loan because i had taken some out but i didn't want more and i wanted to pay them back so how no and i don't want to put my debt on anyone else no okay well moving on to you yana what are your thoughts should biden forgive student loan no, because like, like as Shelly said, it's not fair. And I'm just thinking of all the people that got their liberal arts degrees that uh, I was, you know, I was get, I was in college, and we were all, you know, getting these degrees, thinking that we're gonna work for the UN, and then you know, end up not doing that, you know, not exactly doing that, and then now they want um, someone else to pay for their degrees. And for you know, what the money that they took out, it's just it's just not fair. People who never went to college but they have a job, like they're gonna be the ones paying for these people who decided to enjoy their you know life in college and yeah. So it's just not fair. All right. What about you, T? Uh, should Biden uh, forgive student loan debt? Oh, T dropped off. I think. Okay. What about you, Colleen? What do you think? Should Biden forgive student loan debt? No, I don't think so. I went to a college in Maryland and my major was parks and recreation management. Okay. So no, you should not forgive student student loans. I don't, I don't think that I, I was not smart enough to really pick a, a, a major that actually mattered. Um, no offense to everybody who taught me the bullshit that I learned, but I'll be honest, none of that helped me. <laughs> I can manage a park without a degree, you know? So, um, yeah, it's bullshit, honestly. I mean, unless you're getting into the STEM fields, and in which case you should be able to pay off that loan because that's what you went to school for. But unless you're a dumbass like me who goes to school and, to, you know, gets a degree in uh, parks and recreation management and then gets into real estate because obviously you can't get any job with that other than a park ranger or Smokey the Bear or something stupid. But um, yeah, no, I don't agree. All right. We have here in the comments section, Su Susetta, she says, okay. Biden can dismiss my student loans, all of them. Uh, we have T. Yep. Susetta, you better not come to that dinner next week. <laughs> T, what are your thoughts on, huh? on this student loan debt? Absolutely. If if, if he's going to forgive any loans, put me in the number, sir. Because just like you guys are saying, some people who went to college and aren't in the area that they need to be and aren't making the money that they should 
thought they would be making, they're behind and they need to catch up or they might need a fresh start. And I don't see what the problem is. Yeah, forget why these loans. I got some, but I'm just forgiving. Why, would, why should that be just because you were, problem? Just because you were for it, because sometimes people need help. And just because no, you were fortunate enough. Why should anybody else's debt be my debt? Or why should my debt be someone else's debt? Are you, would you would you be paying for it? Who's who's paying for it here? Would you yeah, be paying out of your pocket? Okay, and that's fine. God God bless America. No, well, that's not, I mean, yeah, God does bless America, but why? That still doesn't answer the question of why should any why would why should my debt go to someone else or vice versa? How about a business loan? What if I have a business loan? Should somebody pay for it if my business, let's say, failed? It didn't really go well. That's, we're not talking about business loans. We're talking but about it's student the same loans. thing. Isn't that the same thing? You invest in something and you hope to succeed. So your education didn't uh, it didn't work as well as you the way you want it. The same thing with a business loan. What if someone took out a $50,000 business loan and their business failed? Should someone else pay for it? So going back to your question, Shelly, why should you pay for it? Because some, I mean, I understand like the same t topic of welfare and social, social welfare programs. Mm -hmm. I understand it should be a temporary thing, right? To, for people to get back on their feet. This would be the same thing. It's like a reset for people to well, get back on their feet. What's the incentive for people, if let's say, let's say all the debt is wiped out and then the people that come behind this this group of whether people and have debt, what's the incentive for them to pay it back then? And then the, the mindset is gonna be, oh, well, the government or somebody else is gonna pay for it. I don't have to do it. Where's the accountability? I mean, I don't know. Is he planning on playing everybody's forget? Like, I don't know what the whole, what the, what the do it. rules I don't are. Do it. But I, I, I mean, I don't think he's gonna do it either. I don't yeah. think he's gonna do it either, but I'm just saying if he does. Because they don't um, clarify anything. Let me like, get that. don't clarify, like, I'll take you it. have to graduate. I'll just call it reparations. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people say, a lot of analysts say that it can't be done. They say that uh, it has to be go through the legislature mm -hmm. and he can't rightfully do that. Uh, or otherwise, there'll be lawsuits. I do agree that we should remove interest rates from student loans. The only way oh, that they yeah. should make money is by late payments, penalties, or any kind of like fees that you can legally add. But there should be no interest rates on student loans. How about so having the colleges... How about having the colleges buy into this? Because I haven't heard anyone, not even 46, talk about having the colleges have a part to play when they're the ones who continuously raise their rates because of the partnership with the government backing the loans and the colleges saying, oh, well, if the government's going to give these people free money, then why not raise the rates? Yeah. And to some degree, a T, I think I understand, to, I would say a little bit, because in some ways we're all responsible for creating this mess in a sense. We sign off on it. We, we take the loans out. We take loans out for our children. We make college the only option that's available to them in a lot, a lot of times. We don't teach them or take them and say, no, get a job, try a skill first or whatever. So in some ways as a society, we have bought into this whole mindset. But however, it's still taxpayers' money that's going to be um, feeding this beast and and, and and fronting the cost of it. People already had their own expenses for their lives. Look, they did the same thing with the whole, uh, the, when the housing crash happened mm -hmm. back in 2008. So they blamed all these mortgage brokers for putting these people in these loans when in reality, these people who knew they could not afford these large mortgages or these balloon payments or the reverse mortgages or whatever have you that they were put in, 
mortgage people told them, look, this is the way this happens right now. These interest only loans, you can only, you get this right now. You have no interest, but after a certain period, you will have to start paying this. So you need to pay more than just the interest on these loans. People just want to get in their houses. They want to get in the houses. And so they say, sign me up, whatever gets me in the house. They had no intention on paying this money back, but they knew that they had this money to pay. And then you had the housing crash. And so then what did they do? They blamed mortgage brokers for, for, for these loans. And they never, they never put any of the onus on the on these uh, people who, who went into to the loans. Uh, I learned in sixth grade, KJ. I learned in sixth grade, Mr. Pony. Thank you. Thank God for Mr. Pony. Mr. I learned Pony. Grade, Mr. Pony, sixth grade math teacher. If you, there's no such thing as free money, the government does not make money. They don't even make a profit because they generate no products or services that they make a profit from. Every penny that the government gets comes from a working taxpayer, a taxpayer, a working American. So I learned these concepts in sixth grade. Did I still make some money mistakes as I was um, coming of age? Absolutely. But one of the things I learned is that there's no such thing as a free rent. And talking about houses, KJ, I call my house, I love it. I call it a little cottage. And people ask me all the time, well, Shelly, how come you don't sell your house and buy a bigger one? And I say, you know what? Why? Because my mortgage is zero, okay? And it has been zero for more than 10 years, almost 15 years. Why do I want to do something like that? It's, it's, you're supposed to get more wisdom as you get older. Well, one thing you mentioned, Shelly, is talking about, you know, there's no free lunch. And one, thing's, and one of the things that's free is public education. And here it's in not really free, but okay. That's what I would say. Here in Baltimore, our taxes mm -hmm. go towards this public education. And what type of education are we getting? It's horrible. And I say that because another scandal has hit Baltimore City Public Schools. Project Baltimore exposed it um, recently how a student missed the first 140 days of school, but was somehow marked as present and passing classes. Uh, so his name, I believe, was uh, Quante. Yeah. Uh, he's been he, he was unable to attend school in person because he has some type of, of, of disability. Uh, and so, you know, even though he was unable to attend during uh, most, I think most, I think it was in spring 2021, uh, he was he got his report card, and the report card he passed five classes including modern world history and Spanish. Uh, physics, he got a B minus. So his mom was interviewed about this um, via Project Baltimore. And she said she didn't know how he got it. She was like, he didn't even attend any classes. Uh, he, he passed Algebra 2 with a D. Uh, and his teacher wrote, Will I come in? Pleasure to teach. And he wasn't even there. <laughs> So again, this is what we're talking about. Um, there's no type of, uh, th this is crazy. This is, have, did you guys hear about this story? And, and what yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was really funny that he got a comment. A comment. <laughs> he was a pleasure to teach. Right. <laughs> it was pleasure because he wasn't there. Like, he didn't, right. didn't, didn't have to worry about him. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's funny, but you, you, can, you gotta laugh to keep from crying. Because again, last it was uh, last year they also Project Baltimore uncovered seventy seven percent of students tested at one high school. I think it was Patterson High School, uh, which is one of the largest in Baltimore. Uh, 
had a reading efficiency at elementary level. So again, this is crazy. And you wonder why we have a, you know, a family, Baltimore City family, the Pattersons are doing the, uh, the, the lawsuit. The lawsuit in our school, this is why. Because we are paying our tax dollars for these children to be educated, to be in school, and they are not. And they are getting credit for this, and these people are marking them present, and they're not there. This is this is crazy. And I'm sure that this is not the only case. I mean, there are multiple cases, and they're just being caught right now. And I'm sure there are students who do attend school sometimes, but they're probably marked as they're attending all the time. So there's, you know, parents are not notified, I'm sure, about the issues. And it's just sad because I, I read into this article and it says that he couldn't attend the classes because he needed the nurse, but then they missed the deadline for the virtual learning. What does that even mean, miss the deadline for virtual learning? Why can't you just put a child into virtual learning? Just because he missed a, some sort of deadline, that's ridiculous. And, and, uh, no, and y'all, nobody other than his mom that I've seen, there's been no uproar. Sonia Santelisa just got a raise. Uh, this year, and I think a year and a half, two years ago, she got a raise. These, again, progressive policies, education, crime, talking about Marilyn Mobsey. You know, these, po these progressive policies are destroying our city and our communities and our children. Well, we, I also just looked really quick. We spend about $16,000 per pupil in Baltimore city, which is higher than most large mm -hmm. cities do. It's actually one of the highest that you'll see in the nation. Um, so of course they're going to be like, yep, you came to class today. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah. They Not need that money. That, but what you were saying, uh, Shelly, you know, Baltimore is seen as a model city for the left. You know, if you guys recall last June, uh, President Biden mentioned Baltimore several times during remarks. Uh, he, he, he brought up uh, Mayor, uh, uh, throw, your, throw, your cousin, throw your cousin under the bus, Brandon Scott. He uh, brought him up and, and to the roundtable meeting at the White House, focusing on his holistic approach to crime fighting. <laughs> we are supposed to be what the 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 uh the, the example the of crime fighting come on now and, and and brandon throw your cousin under the bus scott is the golden child for the for the biden administration this man will uncover corruption in city government yeah I'm he's gonna that. ask mayor lightfoot next to tell give us insight on how well she's doing in chicago yeah, <laughs> have her have her give have her, her give us beauty uh election Let's yeah the <laughs> yeah. woman that i've ever seen <laughs> one of the ones this is, this is how outrageous this is lightfoot. like asking lightfoot to give us beauty lessons <laughs> Yeah, they're testing out Marxist ideas in in Baltimore, and no, I wouldn't even say they're testing them, Yana. They are implementing, implementing them. Implementing, and now we just talked yeah. about the thousand uh, dollars a month thing. That's another one. Yep. And safe so, streets. How about safe streets, mm -hmm. where they actually had people who were shot in 
in gun violence like situations and no matter no matter no matter what measurement the main measurements that should be used they are all poor right poor education crime everything is in a poor state but yet they continue to go head on with their plans yeah. nothing is going to stop yeah. them yeah. talking about it equity diversity and we had this lady on our show actually um tamara brown where she calls herself diversity equity and inclusion warrior and what happened to her like she was literally pushed out of her job trying to do you know trying what she to was supposed to do yeah her her you know, the the leftist ideas and that didn't even work so if everything's just failing there's so many people here within baltimore city that are trying to help the city i mean i have here in the comments uh, Zuika Bazemore, who is running for uh, for state delegate, and she's out in the streets. She's out in the community every day for Baltimore City. She says here, taxpayers lost over sixteen thousand dollars for just that one child due uh, due to deception. Exactly. She's out here talking to people in the community every day and and hearing this stuff. And, you know, and we have other people in the community like her, but they can't get through this cultish behavior in city government. You know, Marilyn Mosby, Nick Mosby, uh, you know, Brandon, throw your cousin under the bus, uh, Scott. All of them are in cahoots and it's not for the betterment of Baltimore. And it, it makes you, it deters people away from moving in the city. People who are productive, good citizens. They don't want to live in the city because the conditions are horrible and the schools are horrible. I was just uh, talking to someone and they're looking up, they wanted to move in the city and, and, and be a taxpayer in the city, but the schools are like less than four. Like the, the highest city, uh, the score of 10, I mean, in the city, the highest score was like four. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah. That is a horrible score. We're becoming the shining city of uh, light of Marxism. That's what we're becoming, the shining light of Marxism. This is Baltimore City. And this is not what, I mean, you guys tell me, do you think this is what Baltimoreans signed up for? Is this I, what they want? At the crazy college I went to with my wonderful degree, um, somebody that I went to school with, I, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and um, he's running for Baltimore City Council as a Democrat. And I feel like we could have a great conversation with him. What are you going to do different as a Democrat that all the other Democrats haven't done? You know, I'd like, I feel like they just—I feel like they just want to have their name on on a ballot just for name recognition. It's not really to do anything. Like the politicians that are running, and the ones that win aren't the ones that should be winning. It's the ones that there there are some politicians. I'm not saying all of them, but there are some, especially on the Democratic ticket that would want to help and see change but they I end up just being like, on the ground i really feel like if he even heard us talk it would be like news to him i really feel like some of the stuff that we say would be news to him even though he's running for baltimore city council you know i think I mean? the way that they think is this whole mentality that let's say marxism was not implemented right like that's mm -hmm. that's in their mind like you you guys are just not doing it right so I think every new person that comes in, that's what they're coming in with. Yeah. And the crazy thing is a lot of these policies, uh, they sound good uh, in, on paper or they look good on paper. But in practice, I've said it earlier in the night, they're trash. They're trash. 
But yet and still we have, you know, the, the country, they're trying to move to be like Baltimore. Yeah. Like, remember, when we, remember when we voted so for gaming in, in Maryland because it was going to go to the schools? <laughs> and then they put Horseshoe in Baltimore? Like, what? The school should be perfect by now. You know, I mean, we voted for gaming to help the schools. I think that's why everybody got guilted into voting for it. I did. I voted for gaming. I wish I, I didn't did. vote for it. I don't vote for those bond issues. I vote no, because if you read them, it's mostly, it's not, it's, no, it's all the time taxpayer money, you know, footing this bill and footing this bill. I always vote no on the bonds. But you bring up a good point, Colleen, about voting and just being educated. KJ, you talked about this before. Um, voters are just not, I don't know what they, what do they want? This, this is the system, I guess, that they want. Maybe the system is doing what they voted for it to do. Maybe we're the crazy ones. Yeah. But like yeah. you said, like, like I said earlier, I mean, we have people, this election, people have options. And I said this in the last show, do not vote for anyone that is currently in office. I would not. If you live in Baltimore City, don't vote for these incumbents. Yeah. We have people running, uh, you know, not so much in the city that I know of, but I know for like the state delegate, you have Zulika Baysmore, uh, you have Dr. Gwendolyn Cutler, Mecca Muhammad, all of these people who are in the communities, who have new ideas, different ideas, who are not part of this clique who are not part of this 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 incestuous democratic uh, 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 cabal? Cesspool, right? Cesspool, right? And and who will hold people accountable? Because right now in Baltimore City, we do not have any accountability because they're all in cahoots together. And like I mentioned before, they're in cahoots, but they're not for Baltimoreans. Yeah. Have you all seen? Uh, we, have you all seen We Own This City on HBO? They just no. started. Yet. I don't watch that pretty good i haven't even seen the wire yet mm -hmm. i know i i never actually watched much of the wire but i will say it they made it um i think they pretty much based it on that gun trace task force in baltimore so i don't think you actually need to watch too much of the wire to actually keep up with this because i i seem to understand because i did some research and watched some um interviews and stuff about sean Suter and stuff like that but it's really interesting i mean my gosh, Baltimore is rotted from the inside out. All the all the departments, East. It's just it's so it's so sad. It was such a we're paying, we're basically paying paying our politicians to screw us, and it yeah. doesn't feel good. I'm not okay. wet from it. Nope. That was good. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not enjoying this ride. Like you nasty. <laughs> what from the back, Shelly? <laughs> screwing us from the black from no, nah, they're screwing us in the front. We we see it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel good. I'm not wet from it at all. Yeah. I'm I'm pissed, but I'm not wet. Stop, 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 stop. Speaking of wet, speaking of wet, Metro Conservative Media says I'm infatuated with Wes Moore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he is cute. He is cute. He's he's like you, you know, hope people don't vote for him just because of that cuz he's like, you know. No, he speaks very well and you know, he he has some his policies are not his policies are progressive policies. Yeah. The same you know, he, might, he might be worse than my Brandon uh 
throw your cousin under the bus. Uh, Scott isn't bad looking, but look what he did to his own cousin. Yeah. Well, it's the fro. You can't trust the fro. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we are at the end of the show. We've <laughs> overrun. I mean, Shelly. It's this is just she's crazy. not Shelly is ready to file charges because she's not wet and people are screwing her and she's not wet. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> you gonna mute my, my, my mic? Dang. <laughs> I, um, so again, this brings us to the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for watching. Continue the conversation. <laughs> By checking us out on YouTube. We actually had a guy on here. I wonder if he's still here from uh, YouTube earlier tonight. You might, he might like this type of talk. He called us all chunky. Oh, that's oh, right. the savage guy. Chunky yeah, monkey, yeah. right? He us all chunky. chunky monkey. Oh, yeah. he's having a great time right now. Yeah. <laughs> chunky well, monkey was a peewee. Right, right. So I'm sure you're loving this. Um, so if you are still watching, uh, check out Shelly E on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Don't bring that dirty stuff over to my page. You brought it here. You brought it here. Don't bring his little chunky monkey over to my page. Keep it right over there where it's it not, is. It's not chunky. That's the problem. Oh. Remember. All right. Um, so again, Continue the conversation by checking us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and Instagram. And subscribe. That way you get up-to-the-minute content when we post. And we appreciate the support. We are your home. We are the only home for the urban conservative. So we provide you content uh, by urban conservatives for urban conservatives. Uh, we are an independent media, and each time you subscribe, it makes our voice that much stronger. Uh, again, we are a necessary voice in news and entertainment. Check us out on our website at www.metroconservativemedia.com. We look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, count your blessings and live a life of purpose. Good night.